0: The title of this post is Meeting the Parents. Sit back and enjoy the story. My stomach was doing backflips as we walked to the steps of Loon's parents' house. Meeting parents generally didn't bother me much but from the way she told it. Her parents were Christian extremists. A hair's breadth away from strapping her with a chastity belt. I knew she was being hyperbolic in her description of them but given that I was not religious at all coupled with the fact that we were not exactly living a good Christian lifestyle. I mean we had only been dating a couple of months and for a month of that, she had sublit her place and moved in with me, which said under no circumstance was I ever to even hint at tonight. Truth be told all of this was moving very fast, but from the first day I met her, I knew she was someone I could see being with for the rest of my life. We found out on the first date that we had had so many of the same interests and views on life. We talked until the cafe closed and I asked her back to my place to continue the conversation. However, once we got through the front door our conversation took a turn I wasn't expecting. Actually, the only conversation we did was with our bodies. We explored our bodies through the night and again in the morning. From that night she had stayed at my place most of the time, only going back to her place to grab a change of clothes and her essentials. After about a month of this, I just blurted out that she should just move in with me she was at my place so much and to my great relief. She agreed. The months we had spent together were pure bliss, days filled with great conversation and enjoying each other's company and even better sex. We fulfilled our carnal desires and experimented with new fascinating ways to pleasure each other. No, the way we lived together would not get the approval of her parents, at least the way she told it. In fact, she mentioned that to her parents, she was a virgin still, holding out until marriage. She also let me know that contact during dinner should be kept to hand holding only. No arm around her waist and definitely no kissing cheek, lips, or otherwise. This was going to be a huge hurdle for me, seeing as we rarely kept our hands off of each other. So as we stepped up to the front door, I reached a hand around her and gave her plump ass a tight squeeze to get one last feel to get it out of my system before we entered. I felt the thin material of her dress wrinkle under my hand. Her ass was the perfect ratio of firmness and jiggle which made watching her walk around the house such a delight. I let go sensing my thoughts wander to a place it didn't need to be at the moment. This was probably the worst and best decision I made that night. Loom looked up at me with a devilish grin on her face before reaching forward to press the doorbell. She stepped back next to me and gave me a hard squeeze on my ass and held there before pulling back right as the door opened. A warm smile from a petite figure greets us through the open door. I could see where Loom got her smile from. It's bright and genuine. Happy to see her only daughter. It was contagious, and I couldn't help smiling too as I watched the two embrace each other. This is Thomas. Tom this is my mom, Beth. Loon said as she turned and outstretched a hand in my direction. I reached out a hand in greeting. Hello Mrs. Smith. It's very nice to meet you. Beth stepped forward ignoring my hand and wrapped her arms around me. She tiptoed and gave me a quick peck on the cheek. I was caught off guard by the hug but couldn't help but return the embrace with a tight squeeze of my own. She stepped back pressing my shoulders between her hands and looked me up and down. Loon has told us so much about you already. And she wasn't lying about how handsome you are. And such broad, strong shoulders. Perfect for carrying the Lord's burden. She said still holding my shoulders. moo Loon all but whined. Immediately she let go of me and turned towards the house. Right, right. Come in you too. Loon followed her into the house and I followed her close behind. I jumped when I felt her hand reach back to give my balls a quick squeeze. I stood on the threshold for a second wondering what was going on. She was the very one that said acts of affection were a no-no. I gathered my composure when she turned back to look at me when she felt I wasn't right behind her still. I gave her an inquisitive look, but she only shrugged her shoulders flashing me that devious smile again. She was up to something but before I could think about it more, She grabbed my hand and led me into the house and shut the door. She slipped off her sandals and set them on the same rack to the side of the door and I followed suit. My socked and her stockinged feet padded along the hardwood floor silently as we made our way through the house. Her mother called out that dinner would be ready soon and we should go to the parlor to wait with her father. As we walked, I looked around to see family portraits hung throughout the house but nothing overtly religious. As Loon had made it out to be, it looked just like a normal suburban household. However, once we entered the parlor I understood. There above the fireplace mantle hung a rather large crucifix with Jesus nailed to it. When her father heard us approaching he set the book he was reading down and stood up to greet us. He wasn't a tall man, maybe a few inches shorter than I, but he was an imposing figure. Especially in his all-black outfit and bright white collar around his neck. Just great. Just great. Her father was a father. A little detail that my dear Loon had forgotten to mention, well more like conveniently omitted. I looked at her with raised eyebrows and she only shrugged in response. Our exchange was not lost on her father. He stuck out his hand and said, I'm Gregory, Loon's father. I can see my daughter has neglected to inform you of my profession. I took his hand firmly and said, I'm Thomas but you can call me Tom. And no seems that tiny detail must have slipped Loon's mind when telling me about you. He just laughed at that as he patted my hand. I don't blame her. It's hard enough meeting the parents for the first time as is. But having your father be a deacon is just a little added pressure for any suitor. His jovial laugh and big grin set me at ease as I felt the tension leave my body. He gestured at the sofa for me to sit and I did so putting my hands in my lap. We small talked for a few minutes. The conversation went pretty well. He was a big sports fan and we talked about the local teams. To my great surprise, religion never came up and before I knew it Loon's mother popped in to let us know that dinner was ready. We all stood up and made our way to the dining room but before we entered I gently held Loon's shoulder and turned her. Any other details you forgot to mention that I should know about? Look, I'm sorry but I did tell you they were extremely religious, she said giving me her best puppy dog eyes. She knew very well I'd forgive her for almost anything when she did that. I just let out a slow exhale and let go of her. She turned and walked into the dining room. When I went into the room I saw a moderately sized dining table with just four seats. Her parents sat across from each other leaving me no choice but to take the last remaining seat across Loon. This is when the evening took a surprising turn. Remember when I said groping Loon's ass before we rang the doorbell was the best and worst decision of the evening. This is where the troubles of the night began to manifest. Though in retrospect I probably should have had some sort of inkling of the upcoming events when Loon had snuck in a couple of grabs at me. Once I was seated, Loon and her parents reached out to each other and held hands. One hand from each of her parents was offered to me and took them assuming we were about to say grace. I bowed my head in politeness and closed my eyes. Tom, since you're our guest tonight, why don't you say grace? Her father said. I stammered a response denying the request politely unsure of the proper way to say grace. But he insisted and I eventually gave in. After saying the first word, I jumped feeling wriggly toes inching their way up my inner thigh. My head still bowed. I continued on with grace, opening my eyes to see Loon staring back at me biting her lip as her toes moved under my balls. I was held hostage there holding her parents' hands unable to swipe her foot away, but I squeezed my legs against her calf to get her to stop. It had the opposite effect. Her toes wriggled more under me, She had clutched one of my balls between her toes and balls of her feet and gently massaged it. I had always loved this feeling when we were out for a meal. The tension of being caught by strangers had always heightened the feeling but always knowing even if we were caught we'd probably never see those people again. Now, however, we were with her parents and I was saying grace for God's sake, pun intended. I tried to hurry through saying grace, but kept fumbling through my words, finding it hard to concentrate on what I was saying. I felt my back grow hotter and a thin layer of sweat begin to build. All the while I stared at Loon licking her lips. My eyes darted to each of her parents to see that their eyes were still closed. I finally managed to finish Grace and everyone called out. Amen. I pulled my hands back as soon as they had said it and moved them to push Loon's foot away. Loon took her foot back and gave me a bit of a reprieve, but it was short-lived. As soon as we had started passing around the dishes of food, her foot was back under my crotch. I almost dropped a plate when I felt her toes opening and closing on my tip. As much as my brain was telling me this wasn't a good idea, my cock was telling me quite the opposite. I felt it press hard against the inside of my boxers as if trying to escape. Loon felt my arousal too. Her toes opened and closed moving down my now hard shaft. I scowled at Loon shaking my head almost imperceptibly, mouthing for her to stop. She only smiled her sweetest smile at me as she positioned her soul against my shaft and glided its way up and down me. The fear of being caught by her parents only intensified the exhilaration I felt. My heart was beating so hard in my chest. I swore her parents could hear it. My mind was so focused on how good Loom felt rubbing her foot on me, I didn't even touch my food. I heard someone calling me, but it sounded so distant. Finally, after the third time, I heard my name I looked up to see Beth asking me if I didn't like the food since I had barely touched it. Oh, um, sorry was thinking about work. Feels like I didn't turn off the stove before I left, so to speak. I said, putting a slice of meat in my mouth. Loon had taken this as some sort of cue. Her toes opened and closed rapidly around the tip of my cock. The thin material of my dress pants and boxers providing little in the way of dampening the feeling. I lost myself in the moment, closing my eyes and letting out a long, loud moan of pleasure. My eyes widened, remembering where I was. I could see both parents lift their heads and feel their eyes upon me. In front of me was Loon had her head down, shaking almost imperceptibly with laughter. I gathered my senses and decided to play along with Loon, pushing away the feeling of anxiety from the situation. In all honesty, this was driving me crazy. The danger of being caught ruining whatever first impression I could give. This is wonderful. It's very tasty and very moist. It just melts in your mouth. There's nothing better than a good, warm home-cooked meal. I said stealing glances at Loon telling her I'd be a willing participant in this little game of hers. I scooted my chair further in so that the table was touching my upright torso, and flashed a quick smile to Loon. Loon's mother beamed at me, clearly enjoying my compliment, and her father looked back down to his plate to continue eating. I vaguely heard her parents talking to me, asking questions about my job, my hobbies. I tried keeping my mouth full of food to keep the cover of my moans, both thinking it was from delight in the cooking but never knowing what it was truly from. I did my best answering but I didn't expand much terrified of some Freudian slip, as Loon's foot slid up and down the bottom of my shaft. She was relentless in her motions. If I didn't know better, she was trying to make me come right there while I talked to her parents. Maybe I didn't know better. Because when I looked back up at her, she was biting her lip in deep concentration. Soon my plate was empty and my stomach filled to the brim. I could no longer voice my pleasure without giving away some inkling as to what was really going on. I concentrated hard on the conversation with her parents but my mind kept wandering back to Loon's deft movements about my cock. My cock twitched and clenched feeling the first wave of euphoria threatening to explode in my pants. Normally this kind of thing was just foreplay for us a build-up to the main event that would inevitably come once we crossed the threshold of our apartment. Never had I come so close to completion as I was now. The mix of fear of being caught and the thrill of getting away with it tumbled through my body, raising my body temperature to what felt like a supernova. My throat became dry and found it hard to speak, croaking out an answer to yet another one of her mother's questions. I reached out a hand to take a sip of water but found it shaky and didn't trust myself to not spill. So I tried to gather what saliva I had and swallowed dryly hoping that it would help even just a little bit. Then out of nowhere, I got a reprieve from answering questions and Loon's mischievous foot. When Loon's father clapped his stomach and let out a loud exhale, Loon and I were caught off guard by her father and froze in place. I side-eyed her then looked at him. Dear, you have outdone yourself again. What a delicious meal that was. I'd like to say I couldn't take another bite, but I know you've made your world-famous apple pie. He said still patting his stomach. Oh, hush, you big charmer you. You're the very one that should know lying is a sin. She said as she stood up, her face blushing at the compliment. Me, lie? never. He said throwing a wink at me. M-M-H-M-M. She said eyeing him. Loom why don't you come to help me with the plates and bring out dessert. I watched lustily as Loom got up and sashayed behind her mother, enjoying the sway of her ass. I was lost in my head envisioning the way her ass would move about me when we attempted to watch a movie, remembering the feel of the tip of my cock rubbing inside of her as she gripped my knees, pushing herself into me, grinding her smooth soft cheeks about my inner thighs. My thoughts snapped back to the present when I heard her father speak. You know gluttony is also a sin, but every once in a while, it's good to indulge in the small pleasures of life. Oh shit! Was that a backhanded way of telling me he saw me lusting after his daughter? Had he somehow known the thoughts racing through my brain? A bunch more questions popped through my head as I turned to look at him but couldn't decipher any of them when I saw him with a genuine smile plastered on his face. His eyes twinkled and had the same genuine feel of cheeriness in them that put me at ease. I tried to play it cool responding with a compliment to the chef. With cooking like Beth's, it would be hard not to. Quite right was his only response and Loon's mother walked in holding the pie and some plates. As soon as the pie was set down, Loon's father reached over to serve himself a slice, but was immediately slapped away by her mother. Now, you wait for just a second, mister. Your daughter will be back in just a minute from the restroom. She said scoldingly through a smile. Loon walked in and sat down a moment later. She fidgeted about more than normal but I took little notice of it, brushing it off. Her mother stood up again and grabbed the serving knife, and began slicing and serving the pie. Once she set a plate in front of me I felt Loon's foot upon me again, but this time she wasn't playing with my cock. This time she was knocking her foot against my thigh, calling for my attention. I slipped a hand under the table to stop her tapping and slid my fingers down the top of her stockinged foot down to her ankle. There I was surprised to feel something quite unexpected. I pinched the unknown object between my fingers and rubbed them together feeling the soft bumpy texture of lace. I pulled it off of her foot as she pulled it away and looked down to see her lacy black thong in my hands on my lap. I sat upright immediately bunching the thong in my fist holding it close to my hip. I felt my face flame up and looked at her questioningly. She raised her eyebrows back at me and glanced at her hand on the table causing my eyes to follow. Her hand slipped from the top of the table below it. I bowed my head to give the illusion of looking at my plate but I side-eyed Lou. I saw her eyes close slowly and her shoulder bob up and down. A quick lick of her lips told me exactly what she was doing. A moment later and her eyes opened and gave me a big smile, raising the hand that was below the table and scooped up a bit of the apple filling and sucked on her fingers. She let out a little moan as she did, MMM. So delicious. She was talking to me, but her mother thought otherwise. Oh, you flatterer, you must get that from your father. She said with a little giggle, enjoying all the compliments she was receiving. I decided to dig into my pie, though I was wishing I was tasting Loon's fingers instead. To her credit, the pie was one of the best I'd had, but right now my cravings lean to a savorier dish. I nodded as I gobbled it up singing my praises to the chef as I took each bite. Plate empty, I leaned back into my chair slipping my clenched hand into my pocket, where I deposited Loon's thong. I stuck it in my belly as far as it could go and began patting it. Oh my goodness, that was such a scrumptious meal. I think I might go into a food coma any second. Oh I see Loon has been rubbing off on you. Beth said with a beaming smile and flushed cheeks. For an instant, I thought she had caught on to what Loon was doing under the table, but it must have only been my paranoid imagination telling me that she had put an added emphasis on the word rubbing. Well, we can't have you falling asleep on the way home now, can we? How about you head to the living room and we'll get you a cup of coffee? Beth added an eye, Loon, and her father headed to the living room. I chatted with her father for a minute or two before he excused himself to use the bathroom. As soon as he left the room, Loon inched close to my side. She leaned in and I felt her hot breath tickle my ear. Her lips gently pinching my ear lobe, sent waves of little prickles down my back. I closed my eyes and bit my lower lip, not wanting to make a sound. Then her hand trailed up and down the inside of my thigh. She put just enough pressure so that I could barely feel her nails skimming my pants, making my tiny hairs stand on end. Then with another kiss on my neck, my cock rose, fighting its way out of my pants. Loon pulled away abruptly causing me to open my eyes to see a blushing Beth staring at the both of us. What I heard next was nothing remotely close to what I was expecting. From Loon's wide-eyed stare, I suspect she was just as surprised as I was. Oh, dear. I guess coffee isn't needed to keep you up, Tom, she said and I crossed my legs tightly throwing my hand over my crotch. I could feel my face warm to what must have been a neon red. Out of the corner of my eyes, I saw Loon's jaw drop to the floor. If Loon's mother saw our reactions, she sure didn't act like it. Loon, your father might be a while, so why don't you two take this time to go home? I'll tell him you had an emergency that needed taking care of right away. She continued. Emergency. Loon questioned, breaking from the initial shock of her mother's statement. Well, yes, seems a rather big one just popped up there it seems. Beth said, eyebrows lifted as her eyes focused on my covered-up crotch. I felt my face go redder if that was even a possibility, and squeezed my legs tighter together. Mom? Loon whined. Oh hush now. I know I'm old but I still remember what it was like to be young. You've got protection, right? She responded. Loon and I only nodded as she rushed us out the door, still confused as to what exactly was going on now. As soon as we were out the door we turned back, both our mouths open to say something. But no words came out. Loon's mother only gave us a shooing hand and whispered. And let's not mention what happened here ever again. Have fun you two. We just walked towards the car looking at each other in confusion as to what just happened. I reached into my pocket to grab the car keys. But all I felt was the lace of Loon's thong. I pulled it out a bit and looked into her eyes. My eyes darted down and throwing her attention to my pocket. Once she saw it we both rushed to the car to take care of that emergency that...